I recently helped hundreds of people achieve more in a few months than they had the previous several years. And now I'm getting ready to open up another challenge where I want to help you do the same. Here is actually a short testimonial of someone who was in that challenge. This challenge was hands down the best thing I did all year. And I appreciate the time, energy, and heart that you put into it. My name is Dr. Benjamin Hardy. I'm an organizational psychologist and best-selling author of many books that have now sold millions of copies. Click the link down below and watch this free training where I will show you these frameworks on how you can achieve more in the next 90 days than you possibly have in the last five to 10 years. Click the link down below and watch the training before it goes away. Hello and welcome to the Be Your Future Self podcast. I'm Dr. Benjamin Hardy, author of Be Your Future Self Now. Be sure to visit futureself.com where you can get the one-page Future Self checklist as well as the full Future Self course and other amazing goodies. All of these are free at futureself.com. All you have to do is put your email in. You'll get an email with a bunch of amazing goodies, the one-page Future Self checklist, the full Future Self course, which will change your life, and other things such as the Peak State checklist and my ebook Slipstream Time Hacking, futureself.com. Let's go ahead and jump into this episode of the Be Your Future Self podcast. Probably the worst thing you could do right before bed is staring at your screen. It's one of the most common things we all do, but it's really bad for your subconscious. It's bad for your memory. It's bad for your sleep. It's bad for your confidence. It's bad for having a good day the next day. There's a lot of research that shows that the last thing you do right before bed is what's coded into your long-term memory. How you do anything is how you do everything. And if you're staring at your phone reactively, just scrolling, not only does the lighting um, kind of amp up your brain waves, which makes it harder to go into deep REM, but you're just being reactive. You're not being thoughtful. You're not being planning. You're not being purposeful. And that's going to get coded into your long-term memory, into your subconscious while you're sleeping. And that's going to shape your habits. It's going to shape your identity. So when you wake up the next day, you're going to wake up and probably just step back into that reactivity, into that addiction. Now, there's some research that shows that specifically gratitude, gratitude at the end of your day is one of the most powerful things you can do, not only for happiness, but, in, but for improved sleep. Down below are links to the actual scientific articles. Going to bed with gratitude improves your sleep. It makes you feel better because you reflect. Actually, what the research shows, there's a study that said that reflecting on three positive things at the end of your day and ideally writing it down. Writing it down uh, codes the memory that it was a good day. It makes you focus on the good, but also by looking for the good, it actually, you train your brain to look for more good. In psychology, we call that selective attention. You train your worldview. You train your filter of the world. And by taking time at the end of the day to just write three things that you're grateful for, three things that went well, you're actually training your brain to look for and find the good. And then you actually train yourself to want to find more and more good. Dan Sullivan, the co-founder of Strategic Coach, which is the number one entrepreneurial coaching program in the world, he just invites his entrepreneurs to reflect on three wins from that day. The reason that Dan wants people to think about the three wins for the day is because you want to code the day as a win. You want to code the day as a win, not, not only because it makes you feel like you're making progress, but because it makes you want more wins. Anything you do, you actually want more of. If you look at Facebook, you're going to want to look at more Facebook. If you eat donuts, you're going to want to eat more donuts. All behavior is addictive. And so by focusing on gratitude, you actually feel peace, you feel happiness, and it also just allows your brain to just slow down and sleep better. You will sleep better if you do this. This is an invitation. It's a challenge. Try this. A few things are going to happen. So if you take just 30 minutes away from your phone before bed, 30 to 60 ideally, not only will you slow your brain down, because if you're constantly looking at your phone, your brain stays in a beta state. It stays kind of activated, which makes it harder to zone down. If you just put your phone on airplane mode, keep it away from your body, be present, be with loved ones, and at the end of the day, at some point, write down three things that you're grateful for or write down three wins that you got that day. Just reflect on your progress that day. 
here's what's automatically going to happen. Not only are you going to look back, feel grateful, feel happy, feel peaceful, feel hope, it's also going to automatically swing into the next day. That's why Dan actually has people focus on three wins. Because when you look at three wins that you got today, it actually immediately swings into the future. Well, what are the three wins I want to get tomorrow? That's how gratitude works. Not only do you make your past more positive, but it actually helps you focus on the right things in the future. So at the end of the day, you write down the three things that you are proud of that you accomplished that day or the three things you're grateful for. You also then write down the three things you want to accomplish the next day. There's a great quote from Jim Collins who wrote the book Good to Great. He said, if you have more than three priorities, you have none. So when you're thinking about what you want to accomplish the next day, don't have a to-do list of like 10 items. Have a to-do list of three things. You should focus on what's important, not on what's urgent. You should focus on things that make the biggest impact, not just being busy. A lot of people, they'll have like 10 things on their to-do list and they're really busy. They're really frenetic. They're moving all around, but they're not actually making progress. They're on the hamster wheel. It's actually a great book. It's called The 80-20 Principle by Richard Koch. And the 80-20 principle is the idea that 80% of your results come from 20% of what you do. And so if you want to be effective, if you want to be successful, rather than having 10 items on your to-do list, you actually look at those 10 items and you cut out eight of them, seven or eight of them, and you just focus on the one to three that really matter. If at the end of your day, you don't use your technology, instead you just focus, be present, recover. There's actually a lot of research on the idea of psychological detachment from work. While you're recovering, you don't want to think about work. Actually, the more you detach from work at the end of the day and the more you detach from technology, the more flow you'll be in when you go to work. You'll also allow your brain to slow down, which will allow you to have a lot of clarity, a lot of confidence. And so at the end of your day, write three things you're grateful for. Write as many things as you're grateful for as you want. You could also frame those as wins. And then write three things you want to accomplish the next day. Then go to bed. Here's what it will do for you. Not only will you sleep better and will you feel good about your day, you'll wake up the next day with a purpose. And you can actually wake up and start focusing on the important things rather than the urgent things. You can start eating the frog. Eating the frog means you've put the worst first. You're actually putting your future self before your busyness. If you don't wake up and accomplish first things first, if you don't put your future self first, if you don't eat the frog, then what's going to happen is is you're just going to wake up and be reactive. You're going to be busy to the situation. You're going to be busy to your work or to all the demands. But if you wake up, get yourself into a flow state, get yourself into the right environment, hydrate yourself. And rather than inputting, you actually output, you plot your journal and you start writing about your goals. Here's the thing. Right before bed, you focused on gratitude and you wrote about the three things you wanted to accomplish. Well, while you were asleep, you were coding that stuff into your long-term memory and your brain was actually solving those problems. Thomas Edison, the famous inventor said, never go to bed without a request to your subconscious. Well, writing about things you're grateful for and writing about your goals was a request to your subconscious, writing about the things you're actually wanting to accomplish the next day. I actually know people who right before bed, they focused on what they wanted to accomplish. And then the next morning, the problem literally solved itself. And so once you wake up, rather than inputting, you want to actually output. You want to, you want to go get in your journal and start writing. And as you do that, you will get creative breakthroughs. You'll get subconscious breakthroughs. Josh Waitzkin, the author of The Art of Learning, actually calls this crystallized intelligence. You want to get those subconscious creative breakthroughs, and you do it by outputting, by writing in your journal about your goals in the morning, and then taking action towards your future self, taking action towards the three things you want to accomplish. If you wake up, write in your journal, and then ultimately get straight to your future self activities, your three things that you wrote down, You could have those done before all the busyness of the day, and then it really doesn't matter what you have for the rest of the day. You'll have put the first things first, and you'll be moving forward. There's a great quote from Meredith Wilson. Meredith Wilson wrote the play The Music Man. And in that play, she said, if you 
wait for too many tomorrows, you'll find that you have a lot of empty yesterdays. That is true. If you don't, first off, be grateful for your day and then plan it. There's a great quote that says, never start the day until it's finished on paper. Well, you can do that in three minutes the night before. It takes three minutes, right? Three things you're grateful for, write the three things you're going to accomplish the next day. So easy. But then you've finished your day on paper. Then you can wake up, you can output, you can get creative breakthroughs, and then you can take action on those three things, one to three things. It could just be one. But after you've knocked that out, you've put the important before the urgent. And if you put the important before the urgent, you will be increasingly confident. You'll also be making tangible progress towards your goals, whereas most people, they wake up and they immediately get sucked back into the matrix. They look at their phone, they're reactive, they're low performing, they didn't sleep as deep because they were staring at their screen the night before, they hadn't planned out their day, and so they're not building their confidence, they're not moving towards their future self, and then they just go to work and they're low performing and out of flow. How you do anything is how you do everything. If you're not taking the time to recover from technology, from food, from work, and then taking the time to be grateful, you're missing out on high performance. High performance isn't that difficult. It's just small and simple practices by small and simple things. Amazing things come to pass. That's literally what the scripture says. By small and simple things, great things come to pass. And so this is the easiest thing you could do at the end of your day. Psychologically detach from work, detach from technology, put your phone on airplane mode, and then focus on gratitude at the end of your day. And by the way, when you wake up, focus on gratitude as soon as you wake up. BJ Fogg, the writer of the book, Tiny Habits, he said, first thing you do when your feet hit the ground, say, it's going to be a good day. And then while you're gratitude journal, while you're writing in your journal first thing in the morning, write about things you're grateful for right in the morning. If you start your day with gratitude, you're, you're, you're changing your brain. You're training yourself to see the good. You're training yourself to find better and better things. You're training your selective attention. You're training yourself to be happy. End your day with gratitude. Start your day with gratitude. After you've written the three things you're grateful for, write three things you're going to do, and then start get, just start into them. Start into them the next day so that you're living your life on purpose and you'll start to get insane momentum. That's how you end the day. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Be Your Future Self podcast. I'm Dr. Benjamin Hardy, author of Be Your Future Self Now. Be sure to go to futureself.com, put your email in and get immediate access to all the goodies. The one page future self cheat sheet, which I recommend you print and put somewhere close by so that you can reference it. The full future self course and other goodies such as my peak state checklist, which has been downloaded almost a million times and my ebook slipstream time hacking. Go to futureself.com, get those free goodies. And until next time, be your future self now. Talk to you soon.